Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. In February 1815, President James Madison asked Congress to declare war on the Barbary pirates. The White House was still blackened from the worst managed war in America's short history, and the country was bankrupt, but Madison felt he had no choice. For centuries, pirates from the coast of North Africa had made a handsome living raiding European villages, seizing unwary ships in the Mediterranean, and charging nations tribute to be left alone. Just as the War of 1812 began, pirates from Algiers had seized an American cargo vessel. Now that the war was over, Madison thought it was time to stop paying tribute and get ship and crew back. He assembled a squadron. At its head was Stephen Decatur, the handsome young naval hero from Philadelphia. The public loved Decatur, but false rumors were circulating that during the late war, he had surrendered the powerful frigate President to a single British ship without putting up much of a fight. The Navy was, in those days, a nest of jealous, feuding captains, each of whom thought himself better than the rest, and among the captains in Decatur's squadron was Charles Gordon of the Constellation, a particularly unhappy man. Gordon had had the bad luck to be in command of the frigate Chesapeake in 1807, when the British ship Leopard had fired a salvo into her and taken off four American seamen they claimed were Royal Navy deserters. The incident haunted him. Eight years later, he still suffered from a wound sustained in a duel over it with a newspaper editor. He had to sleep on a special couch and was generally in pain and cranky. It didn't help matters that Decatur had been part of the board that court-martialed him. Gordon longed for nothing more than a battle in which to redeem himself. In May, ten American warships sailed out of New York Harbor under glorious clouds of canvas. Decatur and the Guerriere led one column, Gordon and the Constellation the other. In a month, they reached Gibraltar, and two days later were cruising the Mediterranean in search of pirates. It didn't take them long to find one. Sailing slowly along the Spanish coast was the Mashuda, a 46-gun frigate as big as anything in the American fleet, commanded by a captain named Hamadou, a man completely unlike the American captains in that he worried not one bit about his reputation. Legend has it that he was the son of a humble tailor, who had risen from cabin boy to become the best fighting sailor in the Algerine Navy. Hamadou had captured 31 ships and the hearts of numerous women. He owned a magnificent villa in Algiers and bent the Koran enough to tolerate a few glasses of Madeira. Some said he was not dark and bearded, but blonde and wore a mustache. A latter-day Errol Flynn. Everyone agreed he feared no one. Mashuda flew a British flag and made no attempt to escape until Constellation began to close on her. Then the wily Hamadou suddenly made full sail, thinking to leave the Americans behind. But the wind eluded him, and Constellation opened fire. A lucky shot wounded Hamadou with a splinter. He ordered a chair brought so he could still conduct the fight from his quarterdeck. At that moment, the Guerriere ordered Constellation to back off, and Decatur's flagship swept in for what was to be a battle-ending broadside. But except for one shot, her gunnery was awful. Alas, that one shot killed Hamadou. A small American brig then sailed in under the Mashuda's stern and fired broadside after broadside until the Algerines surrendered. The Americans eventually sailed into Algiers unopposed and negotiated a treaty to put an end to the Barbary pirating, but already the captains had begun to bicker. Gordon was convinced that Decatur had robbed him of the glory he so desperately wanted. Decatur's report to the Secretary of the Navy mentioned no ship but his own. The captain of the little brig that won the fight said, He never saw a ship so shamefully maneuvered and so miserably fought in all his life as the Guerriere. 
how different these captains were from their conquered adversary, the tailor's son, who, though wounded, surrounded, and heavily outnumbered, saw his fate and calmly ordered a chair brought on deck to meet it. (laughs) 